fungi cannot survive if its host's internal temperature is over 94 degrees. And currently, there are no reasons for fungi to evolve to be able to withstand higher temperatures. But what if that were to change? What if, for instance, the world were to get slightly warmer? Well, now, there is reason to evolve. One gene mutates, and an Ascomycetia, Candida, Ergot, Cordyceps, Aspergillus, any one of them could become capable of burrowing into our brains and taking control, not of millions of us, but billions of us. Billions of puppets with poisoned minds, permanently fixed on one unifying goal, to spread the infection to every last human alive by any means necessary. And my name is Chuck. And this week we are going to be discussing the pilot episode of The Last of Us, titled "What If If You're uh, When You're in the Darkness, Look for the Light." Is that the name of it? I didn't look up the name of it. Normally, uh, when you're lo- when you're lost in the darkness. When you're lost in the darkness. So yeah, this okay. I have a lot of thoughts about this episode. I have a lot of thoughts about the show. I have a lot of thoughts about the game, both of them. Um, the first thing that I want to say is what a coup it is for a show like this to nail uh, Craig Mazin. So if you're not familiar with Craig Mazin, he did a lot of you know goofy movies back in the 90s and the early 2000s. He did Rocket Man. He did Scary Movie 2 and 3. And there's another, you know, rando one in there that, that, that he's known for in film. But a couple of years ago, he did a miniseries for HBO Culture Noble, which was fantastic. It was a fantastic depiction of what actually happened. And he managed to actually turn Pratt into like post-apocalyptic territory. So when I heard his name announced for this, I was really excited because I wanted to see what he was going to be able to do on just a grander scale. And man, he did not disappoint. This, this, this show is fantastic. I am I have not been as excited for a television show coincidentally since Breaking Bad. This this <laughs> this this show. Let me tell you, this show, I've had my heart broken with uh video game adaptations before. I had my heart broken with Resident Evil, I had my heart broken with Max Payne, I had my heart broken with what whatever that that garbage fire of Halo was. So I'm used to this. So I went into this Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed was. Oh, my God. So I was not I'm not happy with the way that a lot of video games have been portrayed onto onto the big screen. Let's go back all the way to what? 90 when when Super Mario Brothers came out. Like, I'll throw that one in there, too. Like, they're absolutely ridiculous. They don't know what they're doing here. Oh, my God. I love this show. I I I'm in love with this show. This is fantastic. <laughs> Everything hit for me. The story hit. The plot beats hit. The way that they are ripping things straight out of the game hit. The characters are fantastic. Pedro Pascal as Joel is essential. It's he is perfect. He's perfect. He's perfect. He's absolutely perfect. For me, the jury is out on Bella Ramsey. I'm I'm going to wait until we actually get to an, an Ellie moment to 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 give my thoughts on her. But for right now, for what this is, for what this opener was, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was perfect. I have very little complaints. I actually only have two, and one of which really isn't even really a complaint. But I'll get into all that when we get into the show, um, and, and I'm done with my spiel. Chuck, what did you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I wasn't just coming off the to- the coattails of Breaking Bad, <laughs> this is going to be a problem. <laughs> uh, no, pa- Pedro Pascal I'm, is no Brian Cranston. Let's just get that out there in the open. He's he's not. But when you look at how they portrayed him in this show, and you look at Joel in the video game, spot on, spot on. They did a perfect job with with partnering them up yes uh pairing them up um the i like how 
this is an hour and 20 minute episode. I do like how they took the first part of the storyline of the game and they did add some stuff to it. They added like, a lot. They added they a added lot. A, they add a lot, but every single every single scene in the game that starts off the storyline of the game itself is in here. Yes. They didn't skip anything. Nothing. They I, added they just they took it and they just expanded on it. Whereas what happens with a lot of TV shows out there when they when they try to when they try to portray like a video game is they take a lot out and like with Assassin's Creed, let's just forsake the storyline. Let's just use the cool action and call it Assassin's Creed. Yeah. No, they took the ba- they took everything that was in this game. They left it in the TV show. They did a great job transitioning it from game mode to you know live action, and they just added stuff that just fit right in. Like for example, we'll get into it, but the little girl i think it is who has the green high tops when she's walking up and then she passes out yeah and that's not in the game fantastic addition you just like you're just like what is it gives you it gives you more of it lets you it hits home more of what's going on yes the the drive scene where he's trying to get to the side of town before everything happens. It's like verbatim to the game. It's like, it's psyched me out because that scene right there where they're driving. So they, they get ran off the road by the truck. So when they're driving down the street and the truck comes on the side, I'm, I'm going, Oh my God, here it comes. And then the truck doesn't hit And I'm like, what happened? But then the plane crash happened. And I was like, Oh my God, it complete because that's not a part of the game. So they psyched right. me out there, and I was I was completely enthralled. I was like, okay. I think it, I think I'm fine with the fact that they changed that. So am it, I. Like it I doesn't have even, no problem. Does it does not even bother me that they changed that? Because I sat there, I'm like, I did the exact. I'm like, here comes that truck, yes. and I'm waiting for the car to roll, and then all of a sudden the plane crashes, and a piece of it comes through the back window. Oh and I'm my like, god! It 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 was the changes that they made. And the things that they're adding in, it's it's very clear that and, and Neil Druckmann is a part of the is is a part of the television show too. It's very clear that they're doing this to throw the gamers off. And I like that. I like that a lot. Because they're they're at the same time, they're staying true to the story. So I'm right. I'm all in. I am all in. Now, again, my heart has been broken before, but I am all in with what Ever they're going to do moving forward any changes that they make i have faith that it'll be decent and if right. they want to throw me off as the gamer i'm fully on board with that too and i went in to be honest i went in a little skeptical so did i because i was like this is a video game show yes like i'm hoping for a lot but the thing i'm going i don't know like this is gonna be tough to really put my hands on um and to really get hold on and then I watch it and I'm like, it was like, it's verbatim. I'm actually playing the video game again because it's been six or seven years since I played it. I so don't remember I. the full, I don't remember the full storyline like I did before. Um, so I'm in the process of playing it again. But this game won game of the year two years in a row. Of course it did. Simply because of the story. The story. The story. The story is it's what the- gave it the game of the it's the only game that I will say where the gameplay is almost second or third in, in line. The story is the selling point. The right. story is the selling point of this game. And in I'm, so many, go ahead, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say in so many games, I, I sit and I skip through the storyline because I just yeah. don't care. Yeah. This one, I put the remote down. And I let it do its thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Mike. And I'm and I'm not. Listen. I'm not, (laughs) I'm man enough to admit it. When I first played this game, there were parts where things got misty. (laughs) I'll I'll full on admit it. I will full on admit it. Misty, creepy. No, 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 no. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about me. I got misty. There were parts in this game when I first played it where I got misty eyed. I'm not going to lie. That. His daughter. Yes. Okay. That brings me in, and it's not even a complaint that I have, but it's a problem that the show is going to have with the gamers. There is, when you're playing a video game, there is kind of a symbiotic relationship going on between the player and the character. 
where the two kind of become one. When mm-hmm. you're playing a Zelda game, you are Link, and the weight of Hyrule is is on your shoulders, and you have to go defeat Ganon, and you feel amazing. When you're playing Metal Gear Solid, you are Snake, and you walk out of that game just as pissed off as Snake is because your CEO lied to you, and it's all a farce, and blah, 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 blah. So you're just as right. mad and, and jaded as Snake is in that moment. When you are playing as Joel, you feel everything that Joel feels because you're controlling the character. Here, you have to see everything through that purview. Like, you don't have that same relationship, so it's not going to work the same. Right. But it still works because I was watching this with somebody who has no knowledge of the game, not a gamer at all, doesn't care. And when his daughter gets shot, it hit her emotionally. So I said, okay, it's doing what it has to do for that audience. Maybe it's not going to work on me because I've been through it in the game but for her, but for her the person i was watching ex- with she felt it it and it was we it, expect it yes exactly it, for, but for her it worked and i was so happy not hap- not happy of what of what happens to him you know when his daughter but i was happy that the emotional impact of what it was like the weight of everything it it i think it's going to work on on the audience that has to play the game and that makes me really happy right what are your thoughts on um <laughs> i wasn't expecting this guy to come in um he's only in it for this one he's only in it for a quick part but um john hannah you know who that is yes okay (laughs) (laughs) i thought he fit that role so well perfect it was so perfect so like you like the episode begins it's 1968 and they're doing this dick cabot knockoff show where it's John Hanna and another scientist, and they're talking about viruses and everything, and John Hanna leans forward and says, let me tell you about fungi. And it's so... (laughs) And at first, they're laughing at him, they're scoffing at him, but by the end of this monologue, how he's talking about fungi can take over the brain and it can do weird things, and if, you know, if the temperature of the Earth just so happens to raise a little bit, well, guess what? They're gonna have to adapt, and then we're gonna be in really big trouble. It, it, and just by the end of it, how everybody in the audience is speechless, and even the host, right. like, gulps and says, well, back after this commercial, it's fair. It was amazing. It was amazing. The way that the camera, like, just did this close-up on John Hanna's face during the entire thing was fantastic. Fantastic. Like, I forgot all about John Hanna, but then he popped up here, and I was like, oh, my God. Right. Well, to see him go from a bumbling idiot in The Mummy to even this one scene. <laughs> even this one scene, I was like, he did phenomenal. Absolutely. Absolutely. He blew me away. This one scene, I think, could have revived a portion of his acting career again. Just this one scene. Yes. Because it was perfect. It was I amazing. Wa- I want to see him in more serious roles like this. Like like you said, I don't think I want to see him as the bumbling idiot again, but I definitely want to see him do more of, of a serious dramatic of role like this. Because what he did here was fantastic. It's the, it's It's... It's the selling point. Well, for for a lot of people, I'm going to guess it's going to be the selling point of the show is his monologue. It was amazing. I loved it. I loved well, it. Well, to to have to set up this to set up this episode to even set up the game. Um, the well, game started off with the same TV show with the same commercial, like the same interview. Almost it started off. The game started off this, a very similar way. Uh, but without that setup, without that portrayal of what's going on we it's the foundation of the rest of the game yes so we now know that this is basically an i am legend type scenario um but with fungus versus <laughs> a virus yeah um and it's it's phenomenal so why don't we just get into it because i i just so i want to i want to get into the, it the 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 episode opens up it's 2003 and we're in the day of the life of sarah miller and it's Joel's 36th birthday. Um, almost immediately, there's a, a thing that comes on on the radio that they're listening to of problems in Jakarta. So uh, almost like you start off like, oh, my God, we're uh, <laughs> we're we're waiting for things to happen. 
she steals his watch. She takes some money. She there, there, there's the neighbors next door. Take note of the neighbors next door because there's a woman who's catatonic in a wheelchair. She is unmoving. She is deaf. She can't eat on her own. Nothing. This nothing. Wow. Oh my god. Again, like the radio problems in Jakarta. There's a kid in the classroom with her when she's in school who got the twitches. I love all the subtle details. I love the way that everything builds up to the moment. Like, you know the things are going to happen. She, uh, she gets his watch fixed. Well, she gets his, her dad's watch fixed for his birthday. And the Sir Clarks are like, you gotta go. We're closing. Things are going down. Just run home. She goes outside. There's ambulances and fire trucks and just uh, everything is, something's Planes. going on. She's she goes home. There's jets like foot like not planes. Three or four jets. jets fly by. Things are happening and we just don't know what it is yet. I love that she goes into her neighbor's house and there's the same woman in the wheelchair sitting off in the corner, just unmoving. They're going to make raisin cookies for whatever reason. And they don't watch the news, so they don't really know what's going on. She gets up, she starts looking through the DVDs. I love how grandma starts freaking out out of focus. She's twitching, she's opening her mouth, she's, she's convulsing like something's going on, and then she just stops. But it, the camera doesn't focus on her. It's out of focus. It's, it's, right, it's I, amazing. It's amazing. It's, oh my God. I, 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 I took special notice to her when, I walk, when they walk back in. I'm like, what's going to go on with grandma? And when she's having the conversation with this nut job of a lady that's watching her. Um, Who makes a 13-year-old raisin cookies? Why? No idea. Because she's a nut job. And you're, you're, you're seeing this conversation. And you're seeing, like, like you said, she's out of focus. And you see the way that they show how these characters twitch how they stand up, how they look. It's so rapid fast. It's like insane. And I'm like, she's, you just see, you just, all you see, and then you're like, what's going to happen? Nothing. And then they pan over to her, they bring her into focus and she's fine. She's fine. But the dog knows something's up. Mm -hmm. The dog, the dog is paying all kinds of attention to her. Crazy. I, I said this when I said this when Lee and I did um a quiet place and there was like this opening scene and um oh my god, what's his name? I'm blanking on his name. John Krasinski. John Krasinski. He's he's walking with some groceries and there's a dog in 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 a truck in the pickup and just barking at absolutely nothing. And it's just like always pay attention to animals. Anytime you're watching yep. anything horror, always pay attention to what the animals are doing. They're gonna give it away. And sure enough, here this dog is just paying just attention to this woman who's in this wheelchair. It's ridiculous. So finally, she goes home again. It's her dad's birthday. He comes home. She gives straight out of the game gives him the watch he pretends like the watch is broken they have the haha moment where did you get the money to pay for this drugs i sell hardcore drugs and i'm like this is they they ripped it straight out of the game and it was perfect everything was perfect the delivery was perfect she was perfect pedro pascal was perfect the way that he played everything they throw on a movie and of course sarah falls asleep and you get the whole thing of him carrying her upstairs and then he's off to bail his brother out of prison because he got into a fight at a bar. Again, a little clue about what's going on. He tells a story about the bar fight and how this crazy guy just started swinging and, and, and he got into a fight with him and now he's in jail. Great. Perfect. I will say this about his brother, Gabriel Luna. You close your eyes. I hear Tommy. He got he got he got the cadence and the accent down like this. It's it's unbelievable what they were able to do. Oh, my God. Oh, my, uh, yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> it, I, it's. 
Keep going. <laughs> you're like you're on a fantastic roll. I don't want to stop you. So Sarah, <laughs> Sarah wakes up in a world that's absolutely chaotic now. There's flares going off. There's sirens going off. Planes are buzzing overhead. They're like and the the flares you see like the green reflection coming off in the window. Military coppers are in the sky. It it's it's just, the dog is barking. She goes in. She turns on the TV. The stations are out except for one channel that's telling everybody to stay indoors. And uh, yeah. She goes to find out about this dog and then makes the dumb decision to go next door to make sure that everything is okay. And as soon as she walks in the door, you notice the wheelchair that is empty. So grandma's yep. up and moving around. <laughs> yep. It's, a, it's fantastic. She's more, than, she's more than up and moving around. She's Sarah, hungry. Sarah goes into the kitchen and almost spills, slips on some blood, sees dude in the corner gasping for, for life. And then looks over, and there's Grandma having herself a nice midnight snack. Now. <laughs> Which is her husband. <laughs> sure. Her husband, her daughter, whoever this woman is. Have you ever played Resident Evil? Yeah. It's straight out of Resident Evil. The way that she lifts her head and turns to look at Sarah. The first time you see the zombie in the Resident Evil game. How the zombie turns its head. Like, it's, it's, it can't be anything else other than, like, a direct nod to when you first saw the zombie in Resident Evil. Like, that's exactly what this is. is. It, and they, you think it's a direct nod, or do you think it's a hold-my-beer type situation? Both. <laughs> I think it's both. I, has, I think it's both. Just it, it, because, so far, because so far, this one, this one episode of TV for a gaming show <coughs> already beats out every movie from Resident Evil. Absolutely. I wasn't even talking about the movies. I was talking about the game for for the for the original PlayStation. The first time you see a zombie, there's almost a direct, you know, shot for shot moment where there's a zombie that turns its head and it's the, the it Back then, when it was released on PlayStation, it was the creepiest thing I'd ever seen in a video game. And now you yeah. have it here, where Grandma lifts her head. And she's, every time I see something like that, it's like, oh, my God. But you could be right. It could be Hold My Beer, because this was fantastic. And just, I love the added addition of the fungal virus coming out of her mouth, because that's not in the game. I it's nope. everything is amazing. I love that she I I love that grandma screams. I love that she gets up and starts running. Sarah's freaking out and she's running. Joel and Tommy show up and and grandma starts running towards all three of them and he Joel just cracks her across the jaw with a with a wrench. It's with a it's big amazing. massive wrench. <laughs> oh, and she Oh my gosh, she's sitting there watching this happen. <sighs> It, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And he's—you can see him the whole time. He's like, "Don't look around. Just keep your eyes on me. Don't look like, yes. the whole time in the truck. Yes. In the when he's carrying her, you know, all of shot it. For, it, it, even with her in the back seat. The way that they're looking at everything—it's straight out of the game as well. The burning as barn, if, as the, if it's as if it's you playing. As her, if it's you playing. playing. Yes, because in the first in the first part of the game, you're her. Yes, it's not until twenty years later that you're him. But and even when you're, game, you're her, even when you're in the back seat, her. like the like the camera took on the point of view of you being in the back seat as well, just like yep. the game. And you see everything the same way. You see the burning building. You see the family on the side of the road that needs help that you drive right past. The bumper to bumper yep. traffic, just oh my god! And the way that they added in. The uh, there are some commercial flights that are trying to take off from some airport that are having a really hard time. They're, they're I mean they're right there. They're right there they're on top right of them. them. And like we talked about before, here comes the part where the truck is supposed to drive them off the road. Like in the game, that doesn't happen. Instead, a plane just you see a plane in the background again. At first, the plane is out of focus, and the plane is trying to do a stunt. Like, it's really weird to look up and try to see, like, a 747 do any kind of stunt, but that's what this plane was trying to do. And the plane just comes crashing down into a gas station and big explosion. It was fantastic. Oh, my God. Yeah. The people who are running on the street. Even even Joel, who wants Tommy to run everybody down to get them out of there. Straight out of the game. And he, he can't... I... Yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. I, I, I really could just sit here and listen to you 
go on because this it's, is fantastic. It's, it's it's unbelievable. Here's a change that what, I didn't. again what go I, ahead. again what I do like though is when like, even with the plane scene instead of I, I think you know to your point they 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 added that in instead of doing the truck just to give gamers a little bit of like a don't like you weren't expecting this kind of feel like oh my god right. that that aha yeah. shock factor. Yes. Um, but when but what they did is instead of giving it a shock factor that gives you a bad like a bad taste in your mouth, it gives you a shock factor of like oh, they upped the shock factor. Yes, they made it more intense. Yes, and when you're watching this, you just go because what happens is just like in the game, the 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 plane crashes, the 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 um, shrapnel blows into the truck, the truck has an accident, and you see it from her from the back seat still the truck rolling just like in yes. the game. Yeah. Yeah. And then it picks back up with them trying to get her out of the truck, just like in the game. Yes. And you're like, Joel is, is fantastic. Car- Joel is carrying her, trying to get her to safety. And here's a change that I did like. I love this change because it makes more sense. In the game, in the game, it's never, I'll get to it. So Sarah got a busted ankle. Something's going on with her foot. Something's going on with her ankle. And Joel has to carry her to safety. Now, they're running, and there's an infected. I'm just going to call them infected from now on. There's an infected yep. that starts chasing them down. I'm going to say this. Whoever this extra is deserves an award for the bumps that he was taking in this convenience store. He's running into everything he possibly can. He's leaping yep. over the counter and just, like, face planting straight into the stools that are at the counter. Like, like I, I was blown away the way, that, the way that this guy was doing this. Whoever this person is deserves more work than probably what he's getting right now. It was amazing. And I'm going to go ahead and assume that the bumps he was taking didn't tickle. A lot of those look like it really hurt. <laughs> it had to. It had to. Here's, here's, here's where my only, I don't want to say concern, but after watching this episode, my only, like, ugh, like, I wanna, like, I'm nervous about it, is they're showing the infected really, really well. They move quick. They run quick. They bump into things. It's the best way I've seen them really portray. Like they they tried to call them super zombies or whatever in Resident Evil, where they were running. Mm-hmm. Um, they're 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 trying to go down that line, but when you play the game, what actually comes up is they have the infected, and then they have clicks. Yep. And I can't. I'm nervous how they're going to portray the clicks because their faces are all like yeah. mushroomed out and it's gonna be. I'm. I'm. I can't. I, I don't know if they're going to give it the same feel. I know, yeah, I know where you're coming from. I'm not worried, and I'll get to why. I'll get to why, but I'm not worried. But I, under, I understand your trepidation, sir. So anyways, all right. So now we get to the part that's in the game was a gut punch. I cried the first time I did it. Joel is making his way to safety. There is a, a, a soldier there who gets orders to just open fire on them and not let them leave or, or whatever. And he opens fire and they both end up getting shot. Tommy comes out of nowhere right before the soldier is about to, you know, deliver the final gunshot to Joel's head. Tommy blows this guy away and get over to Sarah and she is bleeding out. And eventually Sarah does die. It's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. She is in In his his arms. arms. Oh, it is heartbreaking. It is a gut punch. In the game, it was worse, but that's just because I'm a gamer. Here, I was expecting it. I knew what to expect, but it was a gut punch for the person that I was watching it with. This is a change that I love, though. In the game, the soldier just radios his CO for orders. Sir, the, the, yeah, I, I, I got two people here who are trying to get out, blah, blah, blah. And he, he's given his orders to shoot, right? Here, yep. he actually says there's a, there, there are two people here trying to get out. One of them is injured. He doesn't say injured in the game. Right. He says injured in the it, show, it, though. Which It distinguishes between the infected. who don't, They don't feel the injury. And this people, they're showing in. They're actually showing pain, which means that they're not infected. But no, 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 no. I, I, I took it differently. I think... It's the first day of the outbreak. They have right. no idea what's going on. 
So the military is just shooting anybody who's hurt. I like that better than I like the way that it was done in the game. In the game, he just shot for no reason. Here, he's actually right. shooting because, oh, my God, you're hurt. I don't know why you're hurt. I don't know what's going on. Bang, bang, bang. I, I like that a little bit better. It, 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 it's still hard. It gives, it, it, it gives the reason as to why it he gives shot her versus it, in the game, yes. it doesn't give you the reason. It right. gives, it gives it, l- listen. It's still a gut punch. It's still heartbreaking. It's still a hard thing to watch. It's still a hard thing to sit through no matter what you're... But the fact that they actually added in that extra line of dialogue, she's hurt. They don't know what's going on. It's the first day of the outbreak. It's a lot of confusion. It gives somewhat of an excuse, and I like that. I think that's a lot better than the way that it was done in the game. Anyways, like I was saying, she dies. Now, 20 years later, it's 2023, and the first thing we see is this lone kid looking like he's been through hell. <laughs> Is it a he way. or a she? I don't know. I don't. It's, she, it, it's so young that you can't tell. Right. So young that you can't tell. Making his way, making her way to the, to the QZ zone, passes out, wakes up, tied up into a chair, immediately is tested for any kind of infection. It comes back positive. She's infected. He's yeah. infected. And uh, he, she euthanized immediately. But, they kind of humanize it a little bit with that one soldier who kind of kneels down. We're going to give it's you. A, it's a, so just so real quick, I looked it up. It's a boy. It's and a boy. He is, he is credited in here. His name is Logan Pierce, but he's credited in the, on IMDB as the boy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it. Yes. So, the boy. So they, they euthanize the boy. And uh, I love, I like the fact that the soldier kind of kneels down and says, listen, we're going to give you some medicine. We're going to get you your favorite food. We're going to give you all the toys you want to play with. Everything is going to be okay. Lies straight to his face. Yeah, lies straight to his face. And then the and next- she's lying to him as they're injecting him. Yeah. With yeah. his death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It's, it's so tough. It's rough. I'm still going, oh, that, that for me. This whole scene right here, I'll be honest with what goes on, is more of a gut punch than the daughter. And the reason being is this isn't in the game. No, that I felt the same way. This, this, was this wasn't in the game. This nope. was just like, I'm sitting there going, I'm watching it, and I'm going, this lady is lying to this little kid. Lying straight to his face with a, smi- with a half smile on her face. We're going to get you. You're going to be safe. No, yeah. you're not. Oh, my God. You're going to get all the toys you want. No, no you're, you're not. not. It's, it's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to watch. That was one of my big concerns coming into this show was how are they? The, the, the story of the game is known for all of its emotional gut punches. Like, that's part of the reason why you play it. It's there's parts that are really happy. There are parts that are really sad, but it's known for the story. And for me, at least, it was known for the way that it carried, you know, all of the emotional baggage. And I was right. wondering, how is that going to translate onto the show when I already know all of the major plot points? And it answered my question almost immediately with this little boy that got euthanized. Gonna, like I was like, "Oh my god, okay." I'm, I'm. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna add a few more gut punches into that. They're gonna, yeah, I think that I think they're gonna do that too. They're gonna add in. I think they're gonna add in a lot more than we realize now. I mean, this is only episode one, and they and and so far they've already changed and added in a few things that make it a little bit better than the game. And this yeah. is this is definitely one of them. So the next thing, the next time we see this little boy, he's being delivered on a truck to, I'm not going to call it a funeral pyre, but it's a pyre. They're, they're, they're burning the bodies. They're burning the infected. The woman who uh, pulls down the back of the truck, she can't do it, but Joel can. He doesn't hesitate. I, I love Pedro Pascal because he nails Joel here. 20 years after his daughter died, Joel is broken. A completely broken man, and it's personified here with this movement. He just very simply goes over, picks up this kid, dumps it on the fire without a huss. No, no hesitation at all. I love it. I this was Pedro Pascal is amazing. I love Pedro He's, Pascal. He, see, I I I agree with you. And I disagree with you. And here's I I think that Pedro Pascal did this fantastically. He is a broken man. Um, I I think that. Even though he didn't hesitate, 
you could see on his face that he was like he was shoving it down inside of him yes to be like like i can't feel anything nope even though it's bringing him back to 20 years earlier because you know in that moment which that's what that's what this tv show did that they didn't show in the game um aside from bringing ellie into it because that's that's where he starts to you know have a connection is oh i have a daughter-like character back that i'm protecting again that's yeah the big thing that's what i mean that's where the game was trying to go in the beginning yes <clears throat> you he, know he, he has his daughter back yes he, he can he, it's almost like it's almost like um letting andrew garfield save the character the girl yeah mary jane in yeah. no way home I get from you, you know mean. it's you know, it's that redemptive part. Um, but you see, he's like, he's like, I have, like, I have to do this. Like, I have to survive from day to day. And you see him walking over and just the look of just sadness all over his face was Pedro Pascal portrayed Joel like nobody else could. No. No, they no, no, they not casted at all. They him. They nailed it. They nailed it. I am will. I am willing to bet. I I could be completely wrong, and I haven't done any research on this because I I wanted to go into this really blind. But I'm guessing that the producers of this of this TV show didn't even do try didn't even do auditions for Joel. I'm willing to bet they wrote this character and they said Pedro Pascal will be it and they went and asked Pedro to be the character. I, I would be, I would put money on that. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Or, or if they did uh, hold auditions for the character, he auditioned and then the rest of the day was canceled. They knew, like, yeah. like he's, he's perfect. <clears throat> he's perfect. Um, Something else that I really enjoy, it shows, so, and... We're not going to get a lot of it because we leave Boston, but they show Fedra, the, the, the only government that they have left in the world. And it, it it's definitely it's definitely a thing where I'm going to go ahead and guess that if the apocalypse did happen, whatever government is left around is going to turn into a little fascist. <laughs> it's, it, it would, it would bit, be yeah. bound. It would be bound to happen this way because we get. Fedra, and they're conducting public hangings simply for people who left unauthorized or entered unauthorized and not infected at all. They're they're fine because they weren't euthanized. They're they're alive and they're being hung in the public for all to see. Do not leave. Do not go where you're not authorized to go, or we will kill you. It's oh my god, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's, it was the big argument when they did, um, Walking Dead, you know, is it, are you, is it murder or, you know, cause even, even, um, what's his name? The main character, Glenn would ask people the three questions. How many people have you killed? How many of the walkers have you killed? You ask these kind of questions. Yeah. These people are straight up just murdering people. Yes. Like, for no reason. Yes. Like, yeah, we don't like what you did. You're you're dead. Hang, hang, hanging, hanging, hanging. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, for for all to see. Wild. It's wild. Um, Joel makes a drug deal with some rando for some money, currency, credits for food, whatever. And there's also he's not. Be some... He's not. He's not a real rando. He's he's part of the. He's part of Fedra. He's a he ran, is, he's a rando because he I'll get to why he's you know why he's a he's a rando. <laughs> he's a rando in this in the in the in the broader sense but um I, I don't know. He, okay. He might I don't know. Okay. I okay. mean what happens at, what happens at the end of this TV at the end of this <laughs> episode? <laughs> It's kind of where I was going. It, it, a little you know, crazy. What, if you wanna, if you wanna, you know, hold on to that, you hold on to that. I love that they make. I love that they make. The okay, drug rando. Deal. I love that they make the drug deal, and I love this little because my my brain pays attention to small things like this. I love that Joel asks for the bag back. The bag back, yes. Because this is just my, the way that my brain works. I'm gonna go ahead and guess 
that they're using all available ethanol for fuel. Like they do, they're not wasting it to make a plastic bag. Do you know what I mean? Right. Am I wrong here? Is, is am I overthinking it? No, he's just he's 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 they're reserving conser- everything they, he has. Conserving he's conserving everything. everything. Oh my god! I yes. All right. Yep. Gets done with the drug deal, and then we meet Tess, who's in a room with uh, a guy by the name of Robert. They're having a little powwow. I guess which again this which again this this is not in the game not in the game but I love that it's here because oh, it in fits the game, in so well in the game it fits in so well in the game Tess just shows up bruised and bloody and it's like yeah I got beat up by a couple of of Robert's thugs here we get to actually see not her get beat up but we see the aftermath I guess the sale went wrong Robert stole whatever he Tess and it, 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 things got out of hand. A couple of car Robert's battery. guys, yeah, cut the car battery. A couple of Robert's guys roughed her up, and then she's free to leave. But a uh, big boom, um, explosion happens. Right, a big explosion happens that blows a hole in the side of this building, and Tess just crawls out. She's immediately taken in. She's trying to tell you know Fedger just she's not a part of the Fireflies and all that good stuff. And wow. Unbelievable. I love, oh my God, I love that almost immediately you get like a firefight between the Fireflies and, and, and Fedra in this episode and Tess is caught in the middle and it's just chaos. Like this yep. world is chaos. And that's why I began this podcast with saying like Greg Mazin, he did a really good job at portraying post-apocalyptic and chaos in Chernobyl, and you're seeing that payoff in dividends here. It's fantastic. I love this. Yep. I, I, I thoroughly concur. Oh, my God. Then we meet Ellie, who's chained up in a room, and a woman comes in, tells her to count to ten. Ellie is just as vulgar as she is in the game. I know there's going to be some people out there who are going to have a problem with a child being this vulgar, but you know what? It's true to the character in the game, and I really don't care. This is who she is. This is how she was written, and I don't want her to change at all. And it's uh, why HBO picked this up and absolutely. not cable That's television. why HBO picked this up and not Fox. So let's be let's just be thankful for that. If this was on any if this was on any other network, it would not be the same. It would not have this impact. Um so she's being tested. We know why she's being tested, but we don't know why. Now. We as the gamers know why, but the, 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 the show people, they, they're, they're still in the dark as to why this little girl is chained up inside of a room. We go back to Joel, who's going to a radio room. He's looking, okay, he's looking for Tommy, but Tommy can't be found, so Joel is planning to go find him. Not in the game. I don't no. know what they're going to do here. I don't know. I, I have no idea what they're going to do here. In the game... Tommy and Joel have a falling out. They want nothing to do with each other. They haven't seen each other in years. And yeah, what? Okay, cool. Uh, I love that's that why. That's why they're doing it, though. Yes, I have no they're idea. Keeping, they're they're going keeping with us who played the game, even if it's been for me, it's been years. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. That's why I'm playing it again. Is I'm still. I'm. I, I'm still hazy on a lot because it's been a long time. Right. Um, That's fine. So, so I, I look at this. I go, oh yeah, that wasn't in the game, and it keeps it gives us a little bit of a chance to be surprised. Yes. Yes. And I'm and I'm. For, it's it's a handshake to us saying, hey, we want to give you something. Yeah. Just like those who haven't seen the game or played the game, yeah, they're gonna get shocked just from the game itself. Yes. We want to give it a little bit more. Just a just a. Give you that, and I can't. Shock I, 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 I love it. I love it. Oh my god, I love it. So Joel goes home, and he pulls out a map, and he starts planning out his trip to go find his brother. All while he's downing these giant shots of moonshine and popping pills like there's no tomorrow until he just passes out. Yep. I. It's fantastic. I love. I love this. I love this. <laughs> now, we didn't get to see him do this in the game. I mean, we saw him take no. a drink, but we didn't get the whole pills and the whole passing out thing. And we didn't get all that. Here, we got all that. And I, and I believe it 100%. I believe that Joel in this world would definitely be down in shots of moonshine and taking pills just to fall asleep. I absolutely believe that this character would well, do no, something Well, his, like no, his, his brain is wrecked. His body is wrecked. Done. He's just, done. like you said, he's broken. He's done. done. Absolutely and it's done. it's almost like... 
at that point in time, like, what else do I have to live for? There's not much. Well, yes, and that no. we know that we know of <laughs> that we know of yet. That we know of yet. <laughs> and then that's when Tess comes home and crawls into bed with him. Now, here's another thing that they changed that I absolutely love. In the game, their relationship is very ambiguous. Are they partners? Are they friends? Are they lovers? You really don't know where they stand in the game. Here, very on the nose that they're lovers. She gets in bed with him, wraps her, wraps her arms around him, and, and she falls asleep. I didn't get that sense. Really? So, I'll be honest. I was expect because it's HBO, I was expecting when she did crawl into bed, I was like, oh, here we go. They're going to do something here. No. And then I, they did I, was, not, I she, was not expecting that at all because he's, he's drunk and high and passed out. There's no, nothing she does, is going she does, on. I get that, but she doesn't know that. All she knows is he's sleeping. She comes in, and then he wakes up the next morning, and she's gone. Um, so could there be something there i can see how it's leading up to that just the way um, that i'm i'm just basing this on the way that she wrapped her arms around him when they her, crawled uh, right. that together that's that's, but that's what seen, i'm basing this right. off of right and that's why i say i could i could take it either way if it goes either way i'm fine to be honest with you well well be, in the game it in the game i don't want to get that far ahead Okay. I know where you're going. I know what you're going to say. I don't want to get that far ahead. I kind of like, I was thinking about how I want to do this. Like, do I want to talk about the entire game every episode? And I no. Thought, no, no, I'm not no, going to no. do that. I'm going to, I'm, I'm with the show. I'm not going to go any further than the show does. Neither am I. Okay, good. So shelf that one. Um, <laughs> and then we meet Marlene. Meryl Dun- Dundridge? Dandridge. Meryl-, Meryl Dandridge. She's the voice actress for Merlene in the game. No way. Yes, she is. I immediately recognized her voice, and I said, no, they did not get the voice actress. And then sure enough, when I looked it up, I was like, they did. That's the voice actress from the game. And I was like, this is perfect. This, they're, they're, I, I'm so happy that a video game adaptation is doing things the right way. This is amazing. Wow. I did not know that. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even know that she was an actress. Like, I had no idea. I thought she was just a voice actress. But then I was, wow. Wow. Okay. Yep. All right. She goes I in, wonder. She, I wonder. I wonder with her, with her being a part of the game, um, if she had any say into her character in the show. I would imagine. I mean, if you it's, would have, I, mean, you would I think, would imagine right? so, because it's not just her, but it's also the creator of the game, who's part part showrunner. Like Neil Druckmann is is on set for this, so I I have to imagine. I have to imagine that she had some say. I like. There's there's no way. So. Yeah, right. They're... Oh, my God. So, she goes in. She talks to Ellie. She gives her the rundown. You're important. It's not going to happen. They're hinting towards everything that's going on. It's not explicitly said. And the plan right now is that they're going to pick up everybody in the QZ who's part of the Fireflies. They're going to take Ellie, and they're going to head west. They're leaving Boston QZ for good. We get all that. Then, a little later on, we get uh, Joel... And the I'm sorry. We get Joel and we get Tess. And Tess breaks down everything that happened to Joel, and they're gonna go find Robert and they're making their way there. And here's why I'm excited for whatever they're going to do with the rest of the infected in the show. Because when they get to the wall with the infected embedded in the wall and the fungus growing around it, it looked amazing. It, it it did not look fantastic. It didn't look campy. It wasn't. It I don't believe for a minute that it was CGI because if it was, it looked fit. This this looked practical. This looked fantastic. I love the way that it looked. I love the way and the way that the camera just stayed on it for a minute so that we could see what it what what it's gonna look like and just to get your your hopes up a little bit for what's gonna happen. <clears throat> oh my god. Speaking of the wall, the way they did that too is even like the yellow paint with the writing on the wall. Yeah. <clears throat> identical to the movie. Yes. Ident- to, the, to the game. Yes. To the game. Yes. Identical. Like 
they actually took I, I they took shot for shot from the game sometimes and they put it into the into the show even like not even just characters but scenery the <clears throat> that's where they they paid so much attention to detail in the game and they brought it into this that's what makes this so much better than it than it could be because of the attention to detail the attention to detail you're saying is even the the infected being a part of the wall and the fungus is growing like yeah now you know where it's coming from now you know why it's all over the place it's um they don't show that in the game that much but here they do show it even they pay more attention to it they show okay so i know what you're talking about they show it more in the second game in the second game, I haven't there are, played the second game. Yeah, in the second game, there are actually more infected, like embedded into walls and everything. When you're like roaming around certain places, like the infection has gotten to that point because just so many mm. years has passed, and they're going into new locations, so they are starting to see that. So, but I'm, I'm not gonna, I won't spoil the rest of that for you. Um, so yeah. I haven't, well, I haven't played game two yet, part two. Yeah, I probably yeah. should. Yeah. At some point, I'm leaving that alone. Um, what does that mean? I'm I'm leaving that alone. So anyways, uh, right. (laughs) They make it to where Robert is and Robert and all of his men are dead. Another change from the game in the game. Tess is the one who kills Robert. They chase him down and they shoot him in the head here. They just show up and he's dead. And Marlene has been shot. And just like in the game, she tasked Joel and Tess to get Ellie out of the QZ into the state house in exchange for whatever they want. You want vehicles, you want guns, you want supplies, you want ammo, it's all yours. She's important. Get her out of here and we're off. Get back to the apartment and there's a billboard, top 100 or top songs of whatever and there's a note inside that says 60s, nothing in. 70s, new shipment. 80s, X. Now we learn later on because... <laughs> Ellie is amazing that 80s means trouble. (laughs) I love love this too. I I was hoping they would pull this from the game because it's one of my favorite lines. When Joel lies down and Ellie asks, what are you doing? I'm passing time. What am I supposed to do? I am sure you'll figure that out. And right before he's about to fall asleep, Ellie looks at him and says, your watch is broken. I I love it. I'm so happy (laughs) they put that in. I'm so happy they put that in. It's that it's that attention to detail part. It's that oh attention. God. They are they are paying so close attention to detail, and the fact that uh, the producer of the game is one of the showrunners in this is what makes it. Yeah, I mean, he's he is probably sitting there going, um, "This needs to be in this." Do Neil you want to add that? Neil Druckmann he's, is sitting there going, "We're doing this. We're doing this. We're doing this. We're doing this." I. It it yeah. has to be. It has to be. Yep. All right. So. It's escape time. Tess comes back. It's time to go. They make it outside. There's a Fedra soldier there, the same one that Joel sold those drugs to. And he's, you know, leaning up against the wall, taking a pee. And he freaks out that they're outside and points the gun at him. Get on the ground. Get on your knees and grabs that the testing device to make sure nobody's infected. Tess eats one of them. They get to Ellie. She's infected. Ellie stabs him in the leg. Yep. <laughs> Joel gets up and gets in between the two of them. And then he just has a, I love that they don't show the flashback, but you know the flashback is happening in his head of what happened 20 years earlier. And he just loses his mind and beats this guy to death with his fist. Just blood on his hand. The whole nine. Meanwhile, that's, but that, and I, that's what's important in the scene. And in the background, Tess is freaking out that this girl is infected and she's going, yeah. it's been three weeks. It's been three weeks. I'm not sick. I'm not infected. It's been three weeks. Oh, my God. And they have to just, we got to go. And they begin to run. And off in the distance, you see the Boston skyline. And you hear a clicker in the background. And that's the way the episode ends. Until we get back to the apartment where Depeche Mode's Never Let Me Down Again is playing. 80s means trouble. Yep. I love this show. I love this show. <laughs> I am so happy they got this right. I am so happy they did everything that they needed to. And I hope they continue with it. So do I. There's one line I wished was in here. There's one line. It's 
when Joel wakes up and Ellie's looking out the window and she's going on about how she's never been this close to the outside and we're going to be okay, right? In the game, Joel asks her, what do the fireflies want with you? Like the connection or like the care is almost immediate there in the game. Here, he doesn't say anything. He just kind of mutes and shuts down. I, I, I wish that line was here, but it wasn't. We'll, pro- I, we'll probably get that explanation next I episode, really, to be I honest. Hope, but anyways, that's, yeah. I've because spoken. in the game they show in the game they show you she she lifts up her shirt like on her arm her sleeve and she shows how she got bit and nothing yeah. happened. Um, I'm guessing that they're probably going to show something like that because this is where they find that out is at the very end of this and now yep. it's going to come into that. So and it's, she's going to go into because I mean at that point you know the obvious reason as to what they're trying to get her out for. Yeah, like. She's the cure, you know, it's in her blood. Of, of course. Of course, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the biggest, it's, it's the most common thing that they do in movies like this, you yeah. know, um, or games like this, but I've spoken enough. I have literally nothing more that I want to say. This was fantastic through and through top to bottom. This was fantastic. I have zero complaints. I'm, I'm, I'm more than excited for whatever they're going to do. I'm more than excited for the changes that they're going to make. I'm I'm really looking forward to that more than anything else, simply because I know the story. I know a plot for plot. I, I the, 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 the subtle changes that they made, the differences that they made, the way that they're flushing out certain characters, I think it's fantastic. I hope that continues. And yeah, that's wow. Wow. Yeah. I have never seen you so like wow over a movie or a TV show than this one. Um, but it goes to say, if if this if if this TV show doesn't win awards, then they've missed something. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Because um, for a game to be as good as it was, if, if they continue the way they're going, they'll be fine. If they drop the ball somewhere, which I don't think they will, um... I, I I really truly hope not, but I I just watched it and I was like, yep, perfect, perfect. I had every shock moment that you had. I had the same thing. I was like, whoa, the plane, <laughs> fantastic. The gut punch with her with her with his daughter dying. The gut punch with the little with the little boy being tossed into the to the fire and just you know being lied to his face, you know. The 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 freaking when you see Ellie freaking out like I've like I'm saying the same thing that I've done for the last five days like it hasn't changed like nothing's changed um, and then when you see Marlene sit down with her and un, undo her the funny part is when you when she comes running into the hall with her knife and you see Pedro Pascal <laughs> Joel just like toss her against the wall like, I'm like it's nothing like it's it's like this is great. It's because he has it's fantastic. It's it's so I am glad now that we're getting into their travel across the city. Yeah, because that's the that's the big part of the game is their journey is their journey. No, is their journey. I can't wait to see how they how they show this. Yeah, I also like the uh, the teases that they laid in, especially when they were up in the, the well, the, the the radio room when they were talking about the tower, and the guy's like, "Listen, you don't want to go out there. There are worse things out there than Fedra and infected. There there are raiders, there are slavers. You're gonna run into." He doesn't care. It's I'm just I'm looking forward to a lot of that as well because that's also a really big part of the game is just the people that you run into and 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 the things that they're up to. The one, and maybe I'm getting a little ahead of myself here, the one concern that I have is that I hope this doesn't, I hope they stick to what they're doing here. Every show or every movie, every story needs the big bad, right? The big bad guy, Mm -hmm. the big villain. There's only one in this game, and he doesn't come until almost the end. I don't know how I don't know if they're going to introduce him earlier or if they're going to save him for like the last few episodes when he would be relevant. I would hold been, off. They're, they're already flushing out. They flushed out Sarah's character. They flushed out uh, Tessa's character. 
they're 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 showing other things that weren't necessarily in the game just to make the world a little bit bigger. So I'm wondering if they're going to do the same thing just to introduce a villain to the show because that's the way that stories are. Yeah, but how would the vil- how would he show how would he even I don't have know. any part to play? That's, I have no idea. I don't think I they should do it. No if they idea. do that, they if they do that, they'll drop the ball. I, I think that they should just keep I'm it with you. Personally. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. It's just it's the it's a small concern. It's a small concern. But I share it, 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 it yeah. Cause I don't know. But anyway, other than that. So I'm, so if this if this TV show continues the way it is, these podcasts will be pretty quick because it's just gonna be a few guys going ga 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 over <laughs> How well for the first time someone's portraying. And here's the thing, though, is the way that they, if they do it right, the the infected in this look totally different than the infected in any other TV show. So they have a job on their hands that yeah. is going to be really challenging. Because in every other TV show that the zombie, it's always been to the beginning of this TV show, to their point, it's always been a virus. Yes. This is a fungus, which is why yes. you see the clickers have the fungus growing yeah. off of they, they turn into fungus basically. Um so so with that, they have a they're 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 entering new territory than they've never done before. Which brings me to a a, a a movie that I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um let me see here. Well, while you're looking that up, I'll say this. Uh, if you want, if you're listening and you want a sleepless night and you want to freak yourself up, look up the cordyceps virus. It's a real thing. It infects a lot of insects. <laughs> I looked this up back when the game first came out and I scared myself half to death. And I wanted to avoid every type of mushroom and every type of fungus in the world. Because what it actually does, and I didn't know this. So the cordyceps virus infects a, uh, a certain type of insect, and the one that they're talking about here mostly infects ants. And what it does is it causes the ant to climb up as high as it can, and then the ant dies. And then the cordyceps continues to grow and just releases the spores into the air so that it can infect other things. It can't infect people because, well, it can't survive at the temperature that our bodies are at. But, um, yeah, and it's it's a wild thing. And uh, it, it, what's even weirder is that the fact that the ants in, in, inside of these colonies, they can recognize when one of their own is infected, so they'll, like, physically remove it from the colony. <laughs> it's it's hilarious. Anyways, did you find the movie Crazy. you were thinking about? I did. Okay. And I would actually even do a full podcast on this movie. Okay. Um, have you ever seen Matt Damon's The C- Contagion? Contagion. It sounds familiar. Jude Law is in it. It's all about a virus that takes over the earth and people die. Well, back in 1995, Dennis, Dustin, Dennis, Dustin Hoffman and Morgan Freeman played a movie called Outbreak. Yes, I have seen that movie. Fantastic movie. It's an awesome movie. It's an awesome movie. And the funny thing is, is it, do you know when, so Netflix put it out for a while. Do you know when they put it out? on Netflix for the first time in a long time? Nope. March 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you That's- not. I'm sitting with my wife. Like, the, everything shut down. Like, what do we want to watch? Outbreak. Like, sure. <laughs> sure. No problem. You know what? That is one thing that I thought was really funny was um <clears throat> some of the... um some of the commentary that was going on in the show like you could tell so easily like when you're at the beginning and they're talking and you have the two scientists John Hannah and his buddy there and they're going on about viruses and you know the explosion of commercial flights and a virus can travel they so badly wanted to say COVID but they couldn't because it's 1968 right it was wild and even later on and I don't want to get too much into this but even later on you have one guy who's who's in the quarantine zone and he's wearing a Gore Lieberman t-shirt. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, if Al Gore got elected to office, we would all be hugging trees and none of this would have happened. So it was true. just small. It was like the small little details. And I was like, oh, that's that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> so there is that. But no, I I um I vaguely remember this movie Contagion. I don't think I ever watched it though. But I yeah, Kevin. Oh, can, oh, Contagion. Yeah, it's a. It ends with the world basically 
being infected, and, and that's how it ends. Of course. Um, so it's everything that leads up to it. Um, whereas with Outbreak, I mean, listen to this cast. Dustin Hoffman, Rene yeah. Russo, Morgan yes. Freeman, Kevin yes. Spacey, Cuba Gooding Jr., Donald Sutherland, Patrick Dempsey. I mean, you got... And this is not dream catcher so it's not like this a-list cast on like a c-plot movie like this is a fantastic film um and it is it is a i think i i i dustin hoffman is fantastic in this i was just about to say that hot take i think it's one of dustin hoffman's best performances like it's he's amazing in that movie i haven't watched it in a while but that's what i remember was dustin hoffman's performance i think that movie is fantastic I think that movie so, is fantastic. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind talking about either one of those. But I would. Mo- if you're suggesting Contagion, I'll definitely. I'll do Contagion with you because I. 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 I kind of remember that being advertised, but I don't. I don't watch it. I, I watch it. it again. I think when it comes to virus type movies, Outbreak is way better than Contagion. Of course, um, Outbreak Contag- is the go-to. <laughs> right, but Contagion was like a. To me, I watch it and I was like, eh. Watch eh. it first. Watch it and then say, hey. Because I was like, eh. Eh. It was good, but it like it was lackluster, to be honest with you. Uh-huh. Um, it was lackluster. Okay. Um, Outbreak, though, I would definitely do. I would give it the full black and white review. Outbreak is amazing. And it's a, it's. And it's a it's a it's a throwback too. I mean, 20, outbreak is amazing. Years ago. Yeah, so. outbreak is amazing. At this point, I at this point I would say that outbreak is a classic. So yes. All right, I think we're done gagaring over this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing you're doing more of the gagaing, but I'm fine with know, it because I'm just sitting there going, you know what? I'm with him. I'm totally with him. I know. So, but all right, all right, we're gonna get out of here. Have a good one, everybody. Have a great one, everybody. I'm taking